the Yak Babies. Sex, Presidents, and Sometimes Books. Welcome to Yak Babies, only podcast on the internet sponsored by Belly Jelly. This goo goes on your guts. My name is Aaron, my personal pals, Dave. Morning, boys. Good morning. Uh, we have Rick. Hi, everyone. Yes, and of course, we have old main Nico. Is that instead of up in your guts? Maybe. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the implication? Could be. If you want to interpret it that way, it's fine. <laughs> you know, there's goo you can eat too, but that, you know, who knows? Who knows what was going on in the back of my head? This episode is about reading as you might expect. Brick, you recently disclosed that you have started a new behavior, a new routine where you go read in a separate chamber and don't bring your phone with you. You're sitting designated time and space to read. Uh, why are you doing this and how is it working for you? I'm doing it because I was having a hard time reading and just it seems like yeah. I've been for the last two years starting a lot of books and then not reading them after I start them and then starting new ones. Yeah. So what I started doing is just every day, eight to nine is reading books, drop what you're doing, go read a book in a different room, leave the phone behind. Say I eight to nine at night. Yep. Okay. I have a timer set on my phone, makes it sings a song at eight o'clock and that's the that's the cue. I think sometimes I ignore it, but it feels like a long time to me. Like an hour, yeah. An, a, a solid hour to just do nothing but read feels a little excruciating. I don't know. I uh, I always used to. It sounds it's yeah, working for you. Then? I don't. I I I would rather read for. I think I'm. Attention spans are so kind of constantly pulled in different directions that just setting aside a space to take a break and just do a thing. Sometimes I'll read three different books in that time period. And sometimes I'll sit and just read the same book. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll sit and read the same book and then find it's 10 o'clock. Yeah, I was going to say, do you ever ignore the back-end timer? And I guess on the other side of that... Yeah, I don't I don't have a timer that... You don't have a 9 o'clock timer? You just... Yeah. Or, do you ever have... No, I just... Are you, do you ever, like, go into that other room at 8 o'clock and then, like, 15 minutes later, you're just like, this isn't working? And yeah. Yep. Yeah. It happens. You know, or some days I'll just ignore it and be like, nah, I'm watching TV. Yeah. But I, I always try to make the effort. I'm trying to make that space. You know, it's like reading books is a thing that's always been important to me. And it's a thing that sort of got squeezed into smaller and smaller partitions over the last few years. Uh, how much so, of that is due to adult life things and how much of it is due to smartphone use, do you think? I think both. I think hmm. I think smartphone use is... is a problem for mm-hmm. for attention spans for everybody uh and it's, mm-hmm. it's a it's a competing sort of vile thing to be honest I'm increasingly frustrated with everything but um i th- and uh, one of the things and we've talked about this on on some other episodes i think but really since covid I, the world and also my my work have gotten very stressful and so mm-hmm. for my whole life, the two things that sort of I turn to to escape stress or escape a wandering mind or whatever were books and video games. Uh, and over the last few years, I'm finding that I'm having a harder time taming my mind with books. Video games still quiet things, but when I read books, my mind mm-hmm. wanders and I have a very hard time attaching. 
and I, I'm like constantly doing that thing where I've read three pages and I wasn't paying attention while I was reading and I was actually thinking about mm. something else and I go back. It happens to me constantly and it's very hard to get it to get it back. So I found just carving that space just sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. If I'm too distracted, I'll get up and leave. Right. Now, Nico, as someone who's reading a book every three days, basically, I imagine that you are not scheduling time to read. You're doing it sort of kind of whenever it fits in. Or, or doing it while you're doing other things, because you're doing a lot of audiobooks, too. Is that the case? Uh, yeah, I think audiobooks are great, depending on the genre. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but for, like, reading actual books, I don't schedule time, but I schedule tasks. Like, I, I schedule, I, like, make myself read a little bit every day. Okay. And sometimes that's... And usually I have two or sometimes three books that I switch off between, and I'll read, like, a chapter in one chapter and the other chapter and one and that just makes me feel like i'm not stuck it's like a literary channel surfing yeah because to me like uh, having like a really big time commitment like an hour would would just make me dread Mm. doing that i would be like i don't want to i don't want to do this for an hour i could do it for 10 minutes five minutes maybe <laughs> you know? and i th- i feel like going like so i don't know however i work it works better for me to go at it from that end and just like instead of making like blocking off a lot of time i just make it more of a habit to do it every day even if it's for very little time and so if i read like five page, like what i try to read one chapter in each book i'm reading every day and then if sometimes if it's 25 page chapter, it'll be like half a chapter, maybe even a fifth of a chapter. But as long as it's like a little bit every day, then it adds up. Right. And then I generally read physically a book about every two weeks. And then, but I'm reading two or three of those at a time. And then a couple of audiobooks and that kind of thing. So shorter spans, you know, shorter amounts of time, but consistently doing it and also doing it sort of like multiple levels like you're reading different books at the same time so you're gonna you know chunking through a lot more just in a shorter amount of time essentially yeah i think i i mean for me it's important to to have like a good relationship with reading or writing it's the same with writing too it's like if i make myself if i'm too draconian with with myself Mm -hmm. then it's just like i'm just gonna be dreading it and then eventually i'm gonna burn out but if i but if i ease up and just like the only requirement really is to just do a little bit every day. Then it's like, okay, well I can do that. And then, oh, it's like, and then sometimes I'll be like 50 pages from the end of a book and I'll be like, all right, well, I'm just going to go ahead and finish this book today and like burn through it. And that to me works better than, 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 than really like more onerous, I guess, Mm. like requirements. Dave, where are you in this dynamic? How do you feel? I want to hear from Dave first. I guess these days, like, uh, I feel like I'm doing a little better with reading than I have been the, the you know, the first two years after COVID started. I felt like a total failure as a reader. Um, I'm coming back from that a little bit. Similar to Nico, I don't feel like I would do well with, uh, like, an appointment to read. Hmm. Although I understand the, the impulse, I suppose. I don't think it would work for me. I try to get a little bit more of it done on the weekends but traditionally mornings over coffee have been my best bet for reading but like we're going to talk about 
in a future episode, a lot of that time these days, or more and more of it, is given over to word games. You know, like word at the wordle type <laughs> word games. Um, sure. And I, I I don't know, like Brick, when you started talking, it reminded me of the and Aaron. You asked if it was like, was it about adult life or attention span or what? Um, like back in our grad school grad school days you know brick and i would take books out on the back porch in the morning and just like read until we decided <laughs> yeah. it was time to go get beer you know and that's like that's mm. not a luxury that any of us have anymore <laughs> um so i suppose part of it is adult life you know i think mm. for some of us too uh well i don't want to speak for you guys but for me because i'm dealing so many hours of my workday goes to the writing of other people's work for some reason that makes it a lot more difficult for me to read or write in my leisure time because my entire workday is spent mm -hmm. either reading and composing emails to people or reading client work and it's great i mean i'm right. there, you know it's not yeah. i'm not bitching about that but it's kind of like you know busman's holiday right yeah yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I same thing, you know, obviously my job is reading other people's writing and thinking about it and responding to it in in writing. So I'm, I also yeah. feel the same sort of sense of like, well, I'm just, we discussed it before, like when I want to, when I have that downtime, I don't often, I'm not always going to pick up a book because I sometimes want to just do something that's a bit more, not mindless, just like a different level of engagement, like a game yep. or a movie or going for a walk or something like that, listen to a podcast, yep. uh, we'll sort of fit that need a bit differently i don't schedule either i mean lately i've been having trouble reading period just due to other factors too mm -hmm. but uh usually it's that sort of like the realization that i have time to do it is always like happy there's like a happy story like oh shit i could actually read for an hour if i wanted to that'd be great like and that realization is good when it comes with something i'm excited to read in the first place too like where i'm like i can finally like pull that book out and get another chapter going or you know, read another couple of issues of this comic or whatever. Like, there's something good about that feeling. Um, but I don't. I think I. I don't think I could schedule it. I probably could and do what Brick's doing. But it just feels like the same way I treat the gym, right? Like at some point, it's like, well, I go to the fucking gym this morning. Um, so I would be. I would worry about it becoming like Nico said, kind of an obligation. But I do think that something a bit more rigid would help me get more of it done. Certainly, and maybe also start to think of it less in terms of well, it's the I get to do this when I don't have to worry about work, which is almost never, and said mm -hmm. integrate it more fully into my adult life. The big problem for yeah. me is why I asked the question earlier is because I think the smartphone is, is the big culprit here. I want to blame it on adult life, yeah. and I, I do often, but I know that, I mean, I get the stats every week that tell me your your computer tells you how much time you spent on your goddamn phone. It's like a lot. And yeah. I know most of that. It's like seven hours a day. Yeah, I most of that's been on Twitter <laughs> oh, no. looking at and, and continuing to, to, you know, enrich and also poison my mind i think i think that's a big yeah. piece of it i think that's why i've been kind of successful i'm not at all rigid about one even doing it or two the time it's not like you have to read it this time i just have a timer set at eight o'clock that's like hey think about what you're doing right yeah now. that's a good right? approach yeah and yeah you know i have no problem spending four hours playing video games or or watching uh, streaming or whatever and so if I want to do that, fine, but sometimes I need a little reminder to myself that, like, oh, actually, there's other things that you enjoy, and if you just, like, right now choose to go do it, you can, right? And and right. Uh, yeah. the thing I have been rigid about is when I do that, I leave my phone in the other room. 
and then that's yeah mm-hmm. and i lose track of time so sometimes i read for 10 minutes and then yeah. i want to get a snack and then i sit down on the couch and i don't come back to the room upstairs and that's fine and other times it's literally oh i just read for two hours because i was really getting into it and now i'm tired i'm going to bed and it's been it's been nice to sort of i've been making both through that and through some other things i've been making a real effort to like detach myself from kind of the internet i i I guess right my phone but also social media like i spend too much time on reddit but it's not as bad as it used to be i largely can't handle the news anymore i'll I'll check the news on the weekends but i'm I'm all set with with daily news information i don't listen to the to Mm. the news radio anymore and like really working to kind of restore that balance and let my own decisions guide my adult life as opposed to the world. You know, if I care about reading books, then Mm. I should read books when I want to. Um, And it shouldn't, it shouldn't feel onerous like it has for so long, but I gotta, I gotta kind of push against that a bit to get that feeling back. You know, it's not unlike going to the gym, right? Right now I'm struggling to go to the gym, but the truth is if you go to the whim, if you make yourself go to the gym for two weeks straight, you start to crave going to the gym, right? And you start to be like, Oh man, I really want another fucking run. Right. But getting through that two weeks is, is hard. Right. And then after that, you're like, Oh, like I feel like shit when I skip the run. And I, I love the run. It makes me feel good. Right. But when you're in that mode where right. you don't want to do it, it's hard to push through it. Right. And everyone has a different way to doing it. Right. Scheduling. You know, I, I do very well when I have very strict, like not strict, but very regular routines, but other people don't work that way and that's okay. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. It's that sort of like habit making thing, but it's not really a habit. It's more just sort of like, well, I think it's what you said, uh, Brick puts it well, is like allowing for the idea that you can, Make that choice if you want to, and it's okay to. And also, probably along with that, would be up for me is the thinking that if I choose to do this now, I'm not going to fall behind in work, right? Like if I choose to spend an hour reading before bed instead of grading, you know, three more papers, I'm probably not going to lose my job the next day. Like, you know, very unlikely yeah. that to happen. So I can I can make sacrifices in favor of leisure that I maybe would be afraid to otherwise um which might open up more space for that kind of reading yeah i've had to i mean so this is all coming a little after the fact my work stress was getting to a point last spring where it was like this is not mm. this is not sustainable so i right. put a lot of effort in the last six months at like doing my best to leave work at work right you know i was working 60 70 hour weeks getting home sleeping and going back to work as like, you can't can't do this and so trying to like really create that space right i have don't my work email does not ping my phone, right? If I'm going to check my work email, I'm going to go check it, right? And when it's my time, it's my time. And that's hard because I'm in charge. So, like, some things are an emergency and they need to be, be done. But I still have to you have to draw that balance or you'll get cooked, right? And, like, yeah, you already got 40 to 60 hours in my week. You don't need the other the other 30, you know? Right. That, yeah. can be, that can be for books. That can be for games. That can be for taking walks with a dog. That can be for cooking food. That can be for staring at the fucking ocean. It, it doesn't matter taking a big poop but for me so when i started to kind of look at that because you sort of get forced to see you know when you're working that much and when work is starting to consume your thoughts outside of work you're starting to see your time as like a commodity right you're starting to see your time as a yeah as a number of colored blocks before sleep right and all that right and like if you got a apple watch or you do do other things like it, it it does all that stuff for you like the the technology is like trying to kind of commodify you yeah and like you start to think of yourself in that way and so when you and it's not inherently wrong i guess right i think it can help to be productive and you can use those tools to increase your balance in a lot of ways right And i think there's some people that 
that have, have managed to do that and it's very helpful for them. But for me, when I took stock of that, I was like, there's a huge part of my life that's just not really happening right now and it's in its books. And so that's a thing I've been trying to get back with middling success. Yeah. When on those days, on the days where your timer goes off and you decide you're watching TV and just like, fuck it, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Do you beat yourself up about that, or are you just like, all right, you know, tomorrow's... Nah, I've gotten, gotten good at not beating myself up in general the last few years. Gotta, yeah. gotta let it go. Yeah, working on it. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I think this is... I'm, I just want to push you guys, pitch you guys again on, on my chip away method, which is just you make the smallest possible mm-hmm. goal every day. It's like... Yeah, if I want to write something, I have to write for five minutes a day. That's it. Just sit down for five minutes, and then that's 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 enough. Right. But then if you keep doing that, then some days you're like, oh, I actually like want to keep going, and and you know, and if not, you know, like at least you're doing five minutes a day, and that keeps you in you know in whatever you're doing in your the book you're reading or the book you're writing. I think that that helps. Yeah, like the micro dosing model. Like you're, you know, even, yeah, you know, five pages of whatever you're reading is going to be five more yeah. pages than you were reading before, and you're going to make another five pages of progress yeah. tomorrow, or maybe even less, or maybe more, and you'll eventually have read the yeah. book. And what, yeah, whatever is like low enough that it doesn't feel like a burden, and you don't feel, yeah, you don't feel intimidated by it or or like burdened by it, then that's that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, the homework factor. Yeah. You don't have to feel like homework. Well, listeners, tell us about your reading habits and how you schedule things, or if you don't, and, and does microdosing work for you? Does having your sort of separate antechamber without your phone work? Let us know. You can send us those thoughts uh, via email at uh, yakbabiespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like, you can tweet at us at yakbabiespodcast uh, for as long as that's still around, or as if we're still checking it, who knows? Uh, we're not going to Mastodon. We're just going to flame out. Uh, we're going to double ship like the Titanic. You can also go find us on Patreon. You can message us there, actually, if you want to. Patreon.com slash Babies, where you can get our bonus podcast for $1 a month. You can get access to all of our secret fun content. There's games there, Bro-to-Bro conversations, a whole separate podcast series, including Snack Babies, a trenchant insight in the world of snack foods. Uh, there's a 101 Ghost Jokes Ranked, which is the you know recording of four men going insane. All kinds of fun stuff there. Again, only for a dollar. And, of course, our merch at tinyurl.com slash yakbabies where you can get T-shirts, posters, and mugs with our designs of them, our brace designs, rather, based on our jokes. And they are very funny uh, and also will mystify your friends. So wear it with pride and you get some new listeners. You know, if you wear your Can't Change the Spots, I'd Love to Read shirt, and someone says, where'd you get that? And you say, it's from this podcast I love called Yak Babies. Then we'll have new listeners, which is great. I started wearing my Let Reason Have Its Day t-shirt around town with the express purpose of hoping that someone will ask me what it means so I can say it's a podcast I love called Yak Babies. <laughs> because I, I'm hoping this interaction with people I don't know, like strangers on a bus or train or right. in a cafe, for instance, so they won't then later find out that I am said host of this podcast or co-host, rather. Uh, so that's that's my new tactic. I think you guys should do it. You can have well. them all made into stickers and mugs, too, which is great. Yeah. If this imaginary person then says to you, oh, what's the podcast about? What would you say? Sex presents and sometimes <laughs> books, obviously. So there's books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says so right in the, in the uh, tagline of the show, the headline of the show. 
Well, that's it. Until then, Yak Babies, back enough. The Yak Babies would like to thank all the loyal listeners, and especially their patrons, both past and present, including Michael, Bonnie, Sebastian, David, Roger, Kathleen, Bailey, Andrew, Gilbert, and William Howard Taft. Oh.